Hello friends, this is Mark. Welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. Many of you who follow me on this podcast journey and on these uh, episodes, you probably noticed that I am very much into self-improvement and specifically improvement in communication. Make sure that our communication is at the highest level, that we communicate, connect, understand, and build together as part of the community. And I'm so happy to welcome my friend and, and business partner and ally, John Morrow, to the program. Good day to you, Mark. Glad to be here. As always, thank you for being here. Thank my you for pleasure. being my partner. And we'll have a conversation today, John, about what does it take for people to trust you when they first encounter you? And I have talked about this at length through my videos, through my speeches, through my courses, through mm -hmm. my programs. What does it matter when you first approach someone and maybe that person seen you somewhere, maybe on Facebook yeah. or LinkedIn, maybe at a meeting, or maybe this is the first time. One of the first questions that the stranger has for you internally is this. Can they trust you? Can they trust you that you will not solicit them or you will not, or they will not be disappointed because they just got to know you can they trust you just to be a human a decent human and that's the question we have to answer so knowing that how do we answer this question everywhere we go how do we how do we live in our integrity john and i have some things to talk good i look forward to that i just want to offer this one mm -hmm. um Side note that I think has application, and I'm not trying to muddy the waters, but thinking from the perspective of an individual who is seeking to find clients, knowing that there is an ulterior motive. Now, ulterior motives don't have to be sinister. If you're a salesperson, if you're a marketer, if you're a promoter, if you are a personality, and you're paid for that work, and you're looking for clients as well as for people who can help you with the marketing success of your program, you can never get yourself away from that piece in the back of your mind that how do I translate this person into a client? Mm -hmm. Now, that does, I think, put a bit of a stress on your being forthright, genuine, sincere, transparent, open. Uh, you, ha you have to be intentional, but yet you have to be non-threatening. I can see how people get that look in their eyes when they see somebody that they know is trying to sell to them. And that, I think, for me, is an important thing because I want to be able to create situations where mm -hmm. it begins with relationship first. And... This is a great point, John, and I'm glad that you are bringing this up. Um, this is a little outside of the scope that I have prepared to talk about today. Okay. But since you mentioned it, I will address it. There's an article I read on the Inc. magazine saying uh, one of the top producers in real estate, a million-dollar producer, million-dollar closer. It's a short article, and it's a gentleman. He's talking about how he's not out there to sell and sell and sell. His first thing in business is to make friends. This is what he says. I'm here to make friends. I will do business later. He understands that the compound effect 
of building a relationship will yield a lot more results mm-hmm. now and later if com- you continue to be a contributor in that relationship. That's a completely authentic statement. I agree. So, and also going back to Tony Robbins, which I respect mm-hmm. and admire. And I love Tony Robbins. So, Tony, if you're listening, we can always connect soon. Um, Tony always taught me, if you have a caring heart, and this, I, I respect him and I, and I follow him. If you have a heart that is caring and genuine, if you care about the well-being and improving the condition of the people around you who give you money, who, <laughs> who are your clients, who invest in you, if you care about them, everything else will align. You will find the right tools. You will find the right systems. You will find the right solutions to serve them. But I think it starts with your heart. When you point to yourself, a lot of times when you point to yourself, the fingers that are pointing, they are pointing to your heart. So if your heart is genuine and true, you will connect. So that's one thing. So let's go into the content. Let's go to Jerry Maguire and watch that again too. Jerry Maguire is one of my all-time favorite movies. I just say that simply because that right there is, I think, a quintessential example in a fictional situation of how flipping it from client to, hey, this man, I care about his success, I care about his greatness, I care about his health, his welfare, his dignity. And it didn't just transform Jerry, but it transformed that superstar that he uh, had as a client and turned him into a man. So you have an opportunity to be an agent for change. It's an amazing, you know what? I am so glad we're doing this podcast. Um, In fact, I do want to mention that in just a few Days or yeah. a couple of weeks, I'll December be December the first. December first, I'll have a summit, business summit, where we have a group of individual of a select select intimate setting where mm-hmm. we do mastermind boot camp. It's an accelerated business program, and you can check out the details when I publish this podcast. But let's talk, let's about, talk about this. What does it take for people to trust you? Yeah, and it's please. a process. It's not um, it's not overnight. Uh, fly-by-night type one, get in, get in, and mm-hmm. get out. What I'm talking about here is to realize that, okay, success takes time. And ultimate success takes time, patience, and care. And I want to say, this is the things that you can think about as you build your success in business or in nonprofit or in an educational facility. And I'm talking from... from the perch of failed relationships and then from successful relationships so i can talk about it from position of experience good okay so number one when you meet someone new or you meet someone for the first time or for the hundredth time listen a lot more than you talk amen amen can we do a little dance for this yes okay so listen a lot more than you talk as you know, I've talked about this before in the United States, mm-hmm. many other countries around the world. We listen 17, 20, 25 seconds, uh, and we talk proportionally maybe two, three minutes before we, st- we start listening again. And I think that's a lost art. And I think we gravitate towards people who let us be, who, let, who are not checking out, they're not condoning, they're not agreeing, but they create an environment that let us be, let us thrive, let us pour into this pool of knowledge, let us pour into this table. Do you agree? I do. There's a tremendous importance of intentionality 
when it comes to resolving in your thought process that you want to learn as much and hear as much and know as much about the person speaking to you more so than you just wanting to share your take on the situation. Absolutely. So let's not wait for our turn to speak discounting what the other person is saying. Let us dig in. Because if we can learn that, in one of my career uh, points in Toastmasters, I always talked about listening. Mm-hmm. And one of the talks that I have developed is, you have the superpower of listening. That talk really served me over the years. It may seem trivial, it may seem non-consequential, but when you truly let the other person talk, when you let them be, when you let them, when you see them for who they are, I think you give a gift. Now, you mentioned the word see, and I think that's an important companion to the listening. Mm -hmm. It's not enough just to listen to someone. You need to look at them in the eye as you're listening to them Mm -hmm. to convey to them the message that what they're saying is important for you, and you care enough about hearing it to focus on them. Right. What I want to say about this is a little bit more complex layering. When you look people in the eye, I would suggest that you don't just look people in the eye. You look at their body language. You look at right. You you look at them with your entire face, with your entire body, with your hands, with your torso. You are in tune to what the other person is saying. So, and also, I would also caution just not to be fixed on the person's eye. Yeah, I would say very your response so if somebody says oh there was a great trip oh really tell me more or it was something happened on the way to <laughs> to this meeting okay uh, i want to know uh, just make sure that it's and facial not- expressions too which show that you're comprehending understanding found a humorous or you mm-hmm. wanted to know sometimes so, you can make a mix, move with yeah. your face where the person will say They'll, they'll sense, I want to know more, or I need to have a better explanation. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, that type of communication, because it becomes more than just the verbal. It becomes a nonverbal relationship it's, as it's well. It's nonverbal. We have to make sure we master the nonverbal. People may discount what we say, but they will never discount what they see. This is what Toastmasters do, by the way, and I just want to get that plug in for the greatest communications and leadership organization in the world. One of the most important salient tools that is used by Toastmasters is the refined and pristine, polished art of empathetic and attentive mental listening, where you are taking in the whole person as they speak, and you are seeking not just to understand, but also to be an aid in their communication yeah. success. Yes, that's what I recommend Toastmasters and, and any type of improvement in your communication. Mm-hmm. It will pay dividends. It pays dividends. Ten times more than your investment. So let's move on. Mm-hmm. After the listening, I would say this, another thing to think about is shift the spotlight to others. Yeah. So Make it about them. Make it about them. Uh, I think the trap here is anything that disingenuous, that in your heart, if you feel it's disingenuous, I think it's a waste of time. If other people tell you it's disingenuous, that may, may or may not be true. It's their opinion. You have to look for patterns. But if you are shifting the spotlight to them, you get... one of the articles I've read, and I agree with this, is that people don't, get, don't receive enough praise. 
I agree. You know, it's, agree. we don't receive enough praise and we think, oh, somebody else will praise them or somebody else will mention this. And I think we are passing the buck along without mm-hmm. really acknowledging the efforts and contributions of our people. And I think it happens a lot in relationships where people feel like they're being taken for granted uh-huh. or not recognized for their contribution enough. Yeah, and I think if you don't pass along praise, you are less memorable to them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So find a way to shift a spotlight to others in any way that you can. And if you sincerely, sincerely, and if you feel you're doing too much, I feel it's there's a sweet spot. Everyone has a sweet spot. It takes practice. It takes diligence, and it takes uh, application to mm-hmm. know really if you're going too far. And people, do you understand that that's intentionality? Yeah, you have already resolved in your thinking process. I want this to be the most fruitful and beneficial process, not because of what message I convey. I want the message I convey, convey to be one of, I want to get to know you better. I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know why you are good at what you do. I want to find those things that make you successful, and I want to appreciate those and let you know I appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. That is right. That is right. Okay. As we are wrapping up, uh, put, put the spotlight to others. The next thing I want to mention is put your stuff away. Yeah. Put away your phone. Mm-hmm. Put away any other distractions, anything else that taking full attention from the person in front of you. Now, the people on camera can see me doing this right now. This right here that I'm holding in my hand, for those of you on the podcast, is a smartphone. Mm-hmm. How often have you been engaged in conversations where you were getting acquainted with people at an event? And notice that the individuals are constantly glancing at their phones. So they're not really truly engaged in the conversation because the phone is really the focus of their attention. This thing right here is a fabulous tool, but it also has become an incredible deterrent to better interpersonal skills. Mm, It's true. I think, you know, I was listening a few days ago to a gift I received. It's a gift from a dear friend, uh, a gift of motivational audio. And I never heard it in such a way before. I have the ability to listen to the cassette tapes. Now, yes. I know I know, I, ca- too. I know, cassette tapes are no longer have the... They are no the state of the art they're, anymore, and it's hard to find them. Yeah, but I have... And someone have gifted me... Uh, tapes from 20, 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, fr- a Toastmaster friend. Yes. Probably know her. It's Beverly. And um, Oh, yeah, I know Beverly. Everybody knows Beverly. She's a master. And she gave me the tapes of this gentleman. The name of the gentleman is Jim Ron. Jim Ron. Jim Ron. And I never heard him on tape before. Oh, really? Never in my life. Oh, so, yeah. I what, first heard him on a cassette. So it was a special moment. And Jim Rohn talked about um, ladder of success, feelings, things that stand in the way. Mm -hmm. And one of his points, he said, emotions are powerful. Mm -hmm. Some you think are negative, but they really, truly are positive. And he talked about an emotion called disgust. 
As in disgusting? Well, possibly, but also disgusting with your current situation. Yeah, right. In other words, in other words, uh, disappointment. Disappointment. Strong disappointment. That is emotionally tied to a relationship or a failure in project or achievement. And we have to take it with a grain of salt, of course. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think it's valuable to consider. You missed another appointment or you missed another opportunity, mm-hmm. or you felt you didn't plan enough, or you didn't commit or gave you all when you knew you could have, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And that point of disgust is a motivating factor. You can tell yourself, never again will I miss this opportunity because of what I have thought, felt, or did, or did not do. And I see where you're going with that. So, because in listening to people... And in becoming a likable individual and becoming an individual that knows how to engage others for their success and your success, if you miss the opportunity to convey the right set of signals with your body language, your eye contact, your vocal variety, but most importantly with your attentive listening skills, you should be disgusted with yourself if you don't do it because you allowed yourself to be distracted. And you are right. I find myself shaking my head and saying, I just blew a great opportunity. I think it's a lesson. And it's never, mm-hmm. too, never too late. Never, you're never too far gone. No. There's always opportunity to improve Every starting day. out. Every day is a new learning opportunity. So the takeaway from this is put away your phone and focus on the other person. Exactly. Let's go on to the next one. Um, choose your words wisely. Yes. It's a lot of times, John, I'm surrounded by some people that I work with or I have to interact with. And they're good people, hardworking, mm-hmm. good values. But what they don't understand quite is that words have energy. Words are not just words that shake the air and we can understand. Words are a deep, intimate expression of who we really are. And it comes from our core. I know this. Words are my life. I've been studying words since I was a little, little, little boy, little guy. And I think what we say to ourselves, what we say to the world, what we say to the universe, to our creator, to others... It's not just waste, it's energy. It's energy that is always in flux, always fluid, always mm-hmm. traveling. I know you are a proponent of self-talk. Mm, very I, much. And what I have learned, John, is that sometimes I have to stop myself and think, what did I just say to myself? What did I just say to the other person? And what really bothers me is when I say it or I hear others say it, like there's like this uh, maybe like, why do I have to do this damn thing? Or why do I have to do this and this and this? You don't have to describe this activity or feeling or something you're going to do with this colorful, negative The metaphor is not necessary. It's not necessary. And I feel, I honestly... I don't want to be around that person. I no, don't want to be around really that person. really do create a negative vibration. Negative vibration. And you know what? You just have to say enough 
is enough. I am not in the situation. Yeah. I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Oh, the best advice you could ever give to somebody, Mark, because I have learned through toxic relationships uh, that sometimes you have to realize the damage it's doing to you is so subtle and yet so pervasively destructive. And you have got to begin to realize that the only way to change how you perceive things in life is to get yourself away from the things which create negativity and start moving towards the influences that create positivity. And um, this right here is a topic that you could spend an entire podcast talking about because I've talked about it in my podcast about the subtle but continuous persistent nuance and destructive power of negative people. And it's negative not just in their words, it's negative in their expressions, their body language, in their entire lifestyle. These people can't find where there is anything good taking place. And I find that extremely ironic. And it's just, you know what? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. You're absolutely right. I'm going to take a position on this, John, and I will not go back down from this because Mm -hmm. it's, it's my point of view. It's my opinion. I know... You know, sometimes you just have to, like you said, draw a line in the sand Mm -hmm. and decide this will not be part of my life. Exactly. And that's where I am. And I hope you, whatever your decision you make, you decide what's acceptable to you, what's not acceptable. You draw the line in the sand. And if you're one of those negative people or negative is something that comes out from you, that's part of who you are. If that serves you well, you do with it. I'm, I'm not here to judge or have a conversation with you. It is something that works for me. And I want to point that out. Mm-hmm. So an example of this would be like, why do we have to go do this? Why is this always, this person is always there? Change your frame. Frame it. Say, I get to do this. I get to meet new people. I get to go on adventure. And I think it's a, don't allow yourself to be drowned by the quicksand of negativity mm-hmm. where it takes you and takes you and it's it's like you said it's a little it's a little actions that rob you mm-hmm. from quality of life that you do deserve life is so damn darn short it feels that so you better make a good decisions which environment you live exactly i agree with you so that's my soapbox on this mm-hmm. and the soapbox is well said because i'm right there with you cheering you and finally the, the final thing I want to say is that don't um, put yourself on a high pedestal. Don't act self too self-important. Stay humble. Stay open to receive and understand where the other person is coming from. But don't think that you have all the answers. You said the best word that I think there is in the vocabulary of human relations. Humble. Humble. Right. So this is the things that will help you to make a good first impression Establish trust and rapport is that listen a lot more than you talk. Shift the spotlight to others. Think about the energy of your words. Choose your words. And don't act too self-important. Invest in humility. And I think it will take you further than you ever thought possible. I know you're getting ready to wrap up. Can I make a suggestion to your listenership because we are out of time? Uh, Those of you that have been taking notes, can I recommend that you take what you've just heard Mark say And this is something that I want to do as well. Take a sheet of paper on one side, write down on the left side, draw a line down the middle. On the left side, write down the points that Mark has shared with you. Now, keep that right side open for this reason. As you read each of the items, begin to do some self-awareness, some self-analysis, some self-honesty. And 
write on the right side things that you might be able to do, one, two, or three things that will help you to better portray that specific trait. And allow yourself to create a point and subpoint piece that will allow you to begin to build a new framework in your life for relationship building, interpersonal relations, successful communications, and more importantly, the development of a broader, more open mind to understanding and accepting that people are different. Uh, Mark, maybe next time, whenever we talk, I'd like to toss in uh, Florence Latour's book, uh, Personality Plus, Mm -hmm. and talk about how you could read individuals' personalities and understand that it's not that they're bad people. It's that some people are just equipped with specific styles, and those styles can be misunderstood, or you can seek to understand and be understood. I, I would welcome it. I would welcome it. Thank you, John. Thank you for being my partner in this. Everyone, thank you for spending this uh, last 25 minutes with us and mm-hmm. learning with us. It's been rich. And also very liberating. Yes, very to liberating. talk about this. Liberating, like standing your position. Agree with me or not, I appreciate your time. And I appreciate that your opportunity to share this insight with you because it comes from uh, my heart. Thank you, John. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, comment, spread the world, attend the Business Summit, and I will see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave.